Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 26-year-old piece of gold franchise, aka the showstopper. And with me as always, I got my tag team partners, my brothers, my family, me and my nose. Introducing first up, he is the human encyclopedia wrestling, the flawless phenomenon. Joe knows everything, flawless Joey V. And across the way, as always, we got the Karma Cody, the light-skinned Teddy Pendergrass, a.k.a. Mr. Uno, Dos, Three, spin that ass down, K-Breezy, better known as Tuco, Kimbro. We are the Generational Wrestling Podcast, now can you dig that? The great one says you can kiss his ass. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, 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 we are going to go all aboard the whole train on the NHT review show man it's your boy the 26 year old piece of gold he's too cold he's flawless we ain't gonna waste no time man let's dive right into it uh to start off the show man tonight we had Keith Lee Mr. Baskin's glory the limitless one himself he came out to the ring you know he feeling this so he cut a promo <clears throat> he said the undisputed era had a great 2019 he said that the end of their 2019 was the greatest of anyone except maybe himself he says the Undisputed Era reached their peak, their limit. He is the limitless one. You know, of course, in the middle of his rant, out comes UE, led by Adam Cole. Adam Cole braided him, called him a big dummy. Uh, UE came down. Keith Lee whooped all the asses until the numbers game caught up to him. And then, you know, Roddy Strong did his thing with the chair on the ankle. Uh, K Breezy, what did you think of Keith Lee and what did you think of Undisputed Era? Uh, first and foremost, um, Man, I got to go back and watch the NXT UK and see the rest of that uh that Walter match because <laughs> uh, apparently the undisputed era has been busy. Um, would you say? No, no, no. I was agreeing. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." So you know, yeah, they've been busy, and um, I definitely want to go see them put that beat down over there on that uh Blackpool two uh, takeover. But uh, as far as what happened here on NXT, um, I'm, I'm this is this is what I want to see. I, I want to see Keith Lee get a push. I want to see him get pushed properly. Uh, having Adam Cole in the undisputed era coming out and jumping him just puts over the um, uh, the the the, th- the threat that Keith Lee is. Okay, not the importance, but the threat because he is a threat to beating Adam Cole for that championship. So. Uh, hopefully, I'm now hoping. Right. Um, and I, we were talking about predictions for uh, Royal Rumble and who's going to do what. I'm hoping if they don't, if they don't decide to go with Chandler, I'm hoping they'll go Keith Lee, Adam Cole, uh, either at the next takeover or possibly WrestleMania. I, I, I I'm not sure if he's quite ready yet. Like I, I'm glad he can show me that he can hold his own on the main roster, but now I'm not sure if I really want him pushed there just yet. I want him to finish out this these last these next couple of months under what Triple H has set up for him. And I, I want that to be pushed. So then when they do decide to do the draft or whenever they do, uh if the championship is not on him by that time, um then he can get drafted up, but right now finish out in NXT. Flawless. Uh, yeah, you know, with the talk that there's won't be no uh, NXT uh, competitors in the Rumble, that kind of upsets us and 
you know, me also. I mean, we're kind of bummed about that. But hopefully, especially it's, fact, yeah. not to, but especially for the fact you just had all three of them participate in Survivor Series on a main a main pay per view, not some little sideshow of your big four. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, they change their mind, and like you know, hopefully it's a work, and you know, or if they change, or if it's not a work, hopefully they change their mind and add at least like. You know, two to three stars from NXT because they've been doing it the past couple of years. Right. But <laughs> regarding this Keith Lee promo, how he's going to face Roddy Strong next week, you know, and he's cutting that promo. You know, man, I just love, you know, how the crowd goes along with his music and how he's singing his music. Like, I uh, love that. And then. In his glory. Yeah. I mean, it's like so, like, I mean, it's just, like, cool, you know, to see and watch. I mean, the crowd's into it. Like, you're at home singing it, you know, and basking in his glory also. But, man, when the Undisputed come out and berate him, like, Cole, man, like, and then they attack him and then do the chair over the ankle, I was like, all right, maybe what I'm thinking could be true is that Keith Lee gets the North American title and then challenges Cole for the NXT title. And do, and do like a title for title match. I like that. Like, I like, like that. Maybe like WrestleMania weekend. Like I would love that. And but, that's why that that's why I don't want him to get called up. Yeah, but I mean, uh, <laughs> we'll see. You know, because he will. Well, you know, we don't know. You know, I mean, he's gonna face Roderick Strong next week. You know, we think he's gonna win, or there could be shenanigans with Undisputed Era, like they always do. But maybe those shenanigans back backfire on them but i thought this was a nice opening thing and they took out keith lee's leg and then you had you know champa come out you know so it was nice well no did champa come out during the- yeah, yeah he did he, yeah, came, yeah, out yeah, yeah. he right. came out for the save he came out for the save that's right that's right he came out for the save and uh you know so i liked it not bad go ahead and start the show now yeah of- okay my, my, my only thing my my only thing is um I, I'm just not sure when they're going to be ready to drop the title. That's the only reason why I didn't mention it, because I'm not sure when they want to finally start taking the titles off Undisputed. Um, so I, I that's one reason why I kind of didn't mention the double title thing. But, yeah, I would love – if that does happen next week, um, that would be interesting, because uh, now that will be storytelling for Undisputed also as far as – what is their mindset now that Roddy didn't lost it? How much do they blame him? And then what what kind of uh what would transpire mm-hmm. with that group leading up to WrestleMania? Well, you know, speaking of undisputed, you know, in titles, we got the Dusty Tag Team Classic. So we could be looking at, you know, a pair of guys who could eventually somewhere down the line maybe challenge for those titles. We got the Bruiserweight Pete Dunn. We got the bro Matt Riddle versus Mark Andrews and Flash Webster Morgan. Um, I'm going to start off and say this. You know, uh, I didn't really know much of Mark Andrews or Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, to me, uh, dope-ass tags. I definitely look forward to seeing them more. Uh, to me, I felt like, you know, Flash Morgan Webster, man, he looked like somebody off of Doctor Who, but that's neither here nor there. Um, as far as Dunn and Riddle, 
when I say this is, when I say this is a great odd couple, I mean this is a great odd couple. Um, if you look at it on paper, I'm like, man, I, I don't know how that's gonna work. But to see these guys are extra man, to see the chemistry, to see you know the complete different and styles, but to see how well at the same time they click and you know it go together, man. They peanut butter and jelly. Uh, who did I go to first? I'm going to say Flawless, man. What did you think of this match between Pete Dunn, Riddle, and, of course, you got Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster? Man, let me tell you, this was my match of the night for NXT. I didn't know yeah. a lot about, you know, Matthew, you know, Andrews and uh, Morgan. Right. But, man, I'll tell you this, man. Like, you know, you look at them and you're like, you're like, oh, man, they look like a bunch of jobbers, you know, from the U.K., and Dunn and Riddle are going to r- roll over them. But I'll <laughs> tell you this. During the middle of the match, I was rooting for Andrews and Morgan to win. No lie. Like, their moves, what they were doing, what? like, they were going toe-to-toe, like, matching Dunn and Riddle for move for move. And the moves that they were doing, like, the flips and the counters and all, I was like, whoa. Okay, but- I kind of want this team to win. Because <laughs> this team is showing me something. And right. this is what I love. Like, you know, we're talking, you know, when you look at the bracket of Dusty Classic, you're like, oh, okay. Dunn and Riddle get like a little squash team. They're going to win that. Man, they gave them a run for their money. I am a fan of Matthews and Morgan, man. Whew. I mean, Andrews and Morgan, man, I'll tell you this. I cannot wait to see that team again, man. They showed me something. Okay, Breezy, what you think of them, man? Um, yeah, uh, everything Flawless just said, man, I did not expect this from them. But, I mean, these guys, it, man, they, they they pulled out everything. They they went to their bag of tricks, and they just dumped the bag over, and they just poured it all into the ring. And they did it, – it seemingly it looked like everything, man. <laughs> like, I don't need, and I don't even know who they are. I don't even know all their moves, but they did so much – it's like, man, do, like, do you got another bag somewhere where you got more tricks? Like, what, 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 what do you, who are you? <laughs> where did you come from? And yeah, I am definitely, definitely want to see more of this tag team. Um, very exciting. I'm liking that they're a lot of the guys that are um, I guess they've become the veterans in the UK NXT, that they're now coming over to the regular NXT. So, you know, we're getting to see a little more of these uh, London and England guys and, and all these other dudes from Australia and everything that wrestled there and, and coming over here. Uh, but I have to, I've got to get Mav props to Riddle and, and Pete Dunn because <clears throat> I didn't realize a lot of their moves and what they do mesh well with the other. Like, mm-hmm. these, like, like, like this was a real... I didn't expect this much cohesion between these two as a tag team. You know, I thought maybe one would be arrogant and the other one would be uh, high headed and, and they'll just kind of clash, you know, when one is in the ring or when the other one wants to do something and the other one, tag. I thought it was going to be a little bit of that, but um, this wasn't an odd couple. This was a perfect match. This was, um, I, I didn't see this coming. And, and, to to show what they did and that move at the end where it was getting ready to be peace done. Um, I forget what he calls it. The, uh, the bigger end. Yeah, the better right. And then he turned it into the riddle doing the knee. Like that was just ooh that 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 was nice. But them two working together, uh, I didn't see that. And I gotta give those two props. 
because these are two single stars. We watch these guys have one-on-one matches and beat, you know, beat up other people. I didn't expect them to be this good as a tag team. So this was definitely like Florida. I, I believe this was the match of the night. Uh, definitely didn't see it coming. Uh, it held his own. Uh, and like you say, uh, what is it, Andrews and um, last Morgan Wester? Yeah, I, I definitely am excited to see those two guys come back and have another great match. Well, well, really quick before I move on to the next thing, do we see Dunn and Riddle possibly uh, extending this tag team partnership past the Dusty Tag Team Classic or reuniting somewhere down the line? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Because if you look at a lot of the dusty like classic winners, like I think Balor and Joe were one. They're usually right. teams put together. I think was it Riddle and I mean Ricochet and Black, the other yep. one. Yeah. yeah. So you look at like all the dusty classic like teams that have pretty much won it. They're put <clears> together and then you know they kind of like go their separate ways or they continue a little bit. But like Balor and Joe feuded. I mean, right, I mean, as soon as the, as soon as they won the match, yeah. Joe <laughs> Joe went at them. So yeah, yeah. I don't see this team lasting uh, past the Dusty Classic. Maybe you know if they go after the undisputed tag team titles, then that would make sense. But uh, if they're not going after the tag team titles, like they're not, I think they'll probably face the undisputed in the finals. Mm-hmm. And then they'll probably get one up or win the Dusty Classic, and then they'll face Undisputed Era for the tag team titles, you know. But if they don't get the tag team title like shot, then I don't see this team moving. I will tell you this, man. I love their little uh, poses at the end. Like, like I said, man, it's like everything they did fit well into what the other one does. And it's like Riddle got on the knee and did his one up, and then. Uh, done did his and I'm like damn that looks raw like that like it's just I I mean I don't know what it is man but that that is a a team I did not see coming and they look like they've been they look like they've been wrestling for years as a tag team like they've been uh, tag team champions before so I like that 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 is definitely something uh, I didn't I didn't expect to see and then next up, after that, we had, you know, the video package that we spoke on earlier with Undisputed Era, you know, showing up across the pond, whooping a little Imperium's ass. Uh, then, you know, we come back, man, stateside. We got Champa. He comes back out to the ring. You know, he gets a promo. He says, you know, Undisputed Era has a hit list, but he wants to make it very clear that Adam Cole is on his hit list. He said, you know, ever since Adam Cole took Goldie, he lost his life, and he wants and needs his life back. You know, out comes Undisputed Era. They jump Champa, and then out of nowhere, we get a reunion, and oh my God, reunited, and it feels so good. We got Johnny Gargano. He comes to the ring, cleans house. You got Gargano, Champa, in the ring together, and the crowd is chanting DIY, DIY. Uh, K Breezy, man, what did you think of this match? And, you know, this, uh, this unofficial reunion, if you can call it that. Of Gargano, uh, the 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 promo by Champa was you know it was it was it was Champa. It was a great promo uh, to come out and, and to say Velveteen Dream and everybody else and mention the hit list. You know that that's that's him just that was just him talking and just being the character that we that we like. I mean, he's not being a heel. 
I, right. Don't get me wrong. I would like Hill Champa, but you know, I'll take Face Champa right now because he's still determined. So you know, it works well, it, it, and he puts it over the right way. Um, Undisputed coming out, you know, very typical. But like you say, he he's talking, he's talking to him. So this is what you expected. Uh, Gargano showing up uh, definitely brought a little excitement. Um, I was expecting Balor to show up. I, I just, I something in me because you know, right now it's him and Balor, so uh, I was expecting Balor to show up and and then they would get beat up and then maybe it would set up something for next week or whatever. But he didn't come out. Um, and then you know, Champa and Gargano they stood in the ring, you know, they of course, you know, they did that stare down and you know, they looked at each other and they looked at the crowd and you know, and you know what the crowd gonna do. Crowd gonna chant DIY, DIY. So you 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 already knew what the people want. And clearly right now, you two aren't at each other's throats. Uh eventually, I believe you will get there uh when the right when it's the right moment, when it's the right time. Uh, because now that Champa's back, um Cole has been a very dominant and very promising champion. And, and I say that meaning he's held it down. Uh, I think now he could possibly lose it, if not at this takeover, probably the WrestleMania one. And then before, uh, I think we'll finally get that one-on-one match that we've been waiting for, uh, and that's Champa versus Gargano. Love it. Man, I was excited to see D, uh, Gargano come out, you know, and then the crowd's chant DIY. Man, you know, like I like it, but then I was like, "Ooh, man, I remember what happened the last time they were DIY." And man, mm-hmm. like this feud, like it just like in my mind was spinning of all the matches that they had at takeovers. Like, mm-hmm. oh, probably the hottest feud in the past couple of years mm-hmm. was those two. Like it was just like, man. Like I love them as a team, but man, I love them both as competitors. Like <laughs> it's like But yeah, man, Champa's promo like it was great, you know, like I think it, he should be Cole's next challenger, it just makes sense. But, you know, I'm not discounting Keith Lee just yet, but I think Cole, I mean, I think uh, Champa should get the next shot at Cole because Champa never lost the title. So, but yeah, you know, I liked it. Yeah, I'm excited. And I, I, what makes it even more excited, and, and I kinda, I'm kind of jumping the gun here uh, because we then got a tweet from Mr. Trent Stevens. Uh where he sees uh, see that Champa and Gargana are mates again, and he's and he's t- uh, uh, tweeting out to Tyler Bate. You know, wouldn't it be wonderful if uh, if we had if the, if they if we had one more match? You, what, what do you say to that, uh, King Regal? So uh, and Regal, you know, he saw it, and I'm pretty sure he looked at him, said, "Of course, why not?" And this is one of the reasons why I'm excited because I like Mustache Mountain, but I like DIY. And I like to see those two kind of go at each other. And those two are going to fight each other at Worlds Collide. So I'm really going to uh, enjoy that tag match because Mustang Mountain is, is, is a great team in themselves. Uh, I've, their, their match with Undisputed, uh, both at the UK and or, or on the takeover, they were great matches. And, you know, if it wasn't for – it was an injury angle. You know why they got the one-ups. But, man, they – they are something special, and you're gonna give me a DUI, a DIY uh, reunion for you know for one night. Uh, I'm gonna take that, and I'm gonna take this match. Yes, please. Thank you very much. 
You know, I think if you wanted the DUI, you ain't it'd be the Usos and the Hardys. But anyway, man, moving on. <laughs> hey man, much love to both of y'all, man. Hey, okay. hey, but we can't we can't forget a man about like how like the undisputed era like came out in the back and then Keith Lee bulldozed him. Oh yeah, <laughs> Keith Lee backstage throwing my fucking car windshields and <laughs> against the back of TV trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That was later on. I, yeah, that was that happened later. Yeah, but uh, anyway, moving forward, man. Hey. I am going to say this, man. It was so good to see Alex Shelley back in the ring. Uh, you got Kushida, Alex Shelley, the Time Splitters versus a team I'm not familiar with without damn show got real hip real quick, the Grizzle Young Vets. Um, I like this match. And you know what? I've been saying it. I've been saying it over the last few weeks. I'm going to give Kushida his credit, K. Breezy. I, I have finally got on the bandwagon, man. I am. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Kushida. I, I'm looking past the Marty McFly bullshit. And uh, I'm a fan, dude. This tag team is awesome. Uh, well-oiled machine, man. Uh, we talked about chemistry with Dunn and Riddle. These guys, man, Kushida and Shelly, you could tell this is definitely a team that has known each other for years. Uh, great chemistry, great timing, great amount of time. Uh K Breezy, what did you think of the Motor City Machine? Oh, ooh, shit. <laughs> what, did <you> think of- <laughs> what did you think of what did you think of the Time Splitters versus the Grizzle Young Vets? Um, the Grizzle Young Vets, man, they they kind of um they're rough, man. They they are vicious. They they, they like to hurt. Yeah, they grizzle. They're, they're those are some old backwoods mountain redneck. Like hillbilly type dudes, man. They 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 just know how to kick your ass, and 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 they 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 held their own. The time splitters, first and foremost, man. Alex Shelley looks the same. He don't look like he aged from TNA. Like, like he, he looks the exact damn same. So uh, that was awesome to see him. Um, like you said, it's clear that him and Kashida have great chemistry together. Uh, another tag team. I'm excited to see along with the Grizzled Vets. Um, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, this was actually turned out to be a, a pretty damn good uh, Dusty Classic because there were quite a few. I think this matchup, uh, of course, the the first one we had with Pete Dunn and and and, and um, uh, Matt Riddle. Uh, I, I definitely saw people walking through those matches. They we did not get that. We got great tag team uh, matches. And then we got an upset because I didn't see them beating Kushida and Shelly. I figured they would probably get the victory, uh, go up against uh, Undisputed Era next week, but that didn't happen. So um, it was, it was, it was, it was shocking. It was, it was definitely had a great pace. Like I said, it was, it was a great tag match. I can't put it above the first match, but it, it is damn show. It was a one B. You got a one A and a one B, and that definitely was a that was one B. Really quick uh, before you go flawless, yeah, I would say I was shy too, um, especially because you know a lot of times with WWE when they get a new guy, uh, or, you know, or, or a new acquisition, I should say, because you know Shelly, he's been around forever. You know, normally that first match or you know their first couple matches, you know, they put him over. So to see not only did they lose, but he took the fall, I was really surprised. Flawless, what did you think? Yeah, I, like, I was shocked that he took the pin. Like, but, you know, I'm kind of not because, like, Kushida, like, I was like, all right, 
Well, if I thought I thought Kushida and uh, I mean uh, and Shelly were gonna win, I was like, all right, man, these grizzled young veterans—they're not gonna win. But man, they're grizzled and tough. That's what I'm gonna call them. Uh-huh. Like, man, I'm like, jeez, I was like, okay, man, like, you know, like, I gotta start paying attention and watching UK more, you know, now because they got some tag teams over there. Well, that's that British strong, strong style, yeah, man. That's yeah, that, like, and and then that's that's what I like. I, you know, that's why. I, and you know, you're right. You know, we really do gotta put more of a emphasis in in watching uh, NXT UK. But man, there's just so much wrestling. Yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of like William Regal. Like like these UK guys. Like it's like reminds me of watching William Regal when he was Lord Stephen Regal in WCW. Mm-hmm. You know, like all these uppercuts and hard hitting. You know, it's like man. It's what made you want to, and it's made it's what made him who he is. Because yeah. even though the character of William Regal was always a joke, but the wrestler, the wrestler was never a joke. And you you respected the wrestler when you got in that ring. He might have been goofy walking to the ring, but <laughs> it was a different story <laughs> when he got in. But uh, going back to the Grizzly Young Veterans, man, yeah, they uh, showed a lot. You know, like, man, like, you know, with these Dusty Classics, you're thinking, like, all right, man, these UK teams going to get squashed. But, man, they're showing out, like, more than the regular teams in this tournament. And don't sleep on these UK teams because they could win it all. But, Absolutely. Uh, I, I, hey, hey, I'm not sleeping on them. That's that, that's why I'm I, I'm okay with Mustache Mountain, and I'm okay with all these other guys that's been coming over and, Pete Dunn and 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 all the, yeah, I, I'm okay with them. I, I I've been a fan of them. <laughs> I just wanted to see more of them, and now I'm I'm gonna get to see more of them. Yeah, and when Shelly taking the pin, like it was funny when she the because she didn't Shelly lost, like the crowd was like, oh damn, right? <laughs> yeah, because nobody yeah. saw that coming. Yeah. No, nobody. We didn't we didn't even see it coming. So it was like, damn, this was oh wow, we oh shit, okay, we gotta take this other team legit, man. They actually. They actually out here trying to do something. So this was a, uh, this was great building. You know, we always say, you know, put guys over, and you know what? They put guys over. Uh, man, okay, yeah, I can't wait till we talk about this triple threat match. Uh, yeah, because they, they 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 put this is how you put guys over. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you go out there and you show you can hold your own, and they and they they definitely held their own. Well, next up, uh, man, we had a, a back uh, – well, I can't even call it backstage. We uh, we had a segment in the parking lot. We had Chelsea Green, uh, Robert Stone. We found out that she was going to get pulled from the Women's Battle Royal. And then next up, you know, you called it, man. You asked me, you shall receive. We got the gorgeous one, Tyler Breeze, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and the moth, the man of the hour, Mr. Leo Rush, in a triple threat match. Uh, we had guards on commentary. Guys. Good spots, plenty of time. Chemistry is on point. We find out that it will be Swerve versus Garza. I think it should be fire, flawless. What mm-hmm. did you think of this mm-hmm. threat, man? Oh, man, I liked it. So, I was like, so, for me, I was like, okay, I can understand why you put Breeze in this match because Breeze, you know, is like a veteran and he could really go, you know, in NXT with these, uh, with these uh, lighter guys. So, it made sense. Uh, I was like, all right, it's either going to be Leo Rush or Swerve Scott. And I was happy that it was Swerve Scott because now, because him and Good, like Rush and Garza had a, have been having great matches. But Swerve Scott and Garza are also going to put on great matches. And I like to see somebody else 
other than Rush face Garza, would I want Swerve Scott to win? Of course I would. But I think Garza's going to keep the belt. But, man, this match was like, whew. It was. Man, it, this was like classic WCW Cruiserweight, you know, match. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Very much so in, in, in pace and just athleticism and, and, and spots outside the ring. Man, for me, spot, I, you know, okay. Okay, so Rush goes out the ring, and then as he's going out the ring, Scott is flipping mm. over the top of the ring, and they both land on the outside together. Like, like, wh- like, there were so many flips and kicks. Dude, I think I was watching this match upside down. Like, this was – this. I, I'm not going to lie. This was a tie for match of the night with me, like – I, I didn't care for Breeze being in the match, but he, it was okay for him being in the match because I know he can hold his own. The dude got a talent. I've, I've watched Breeze before he got called up to the main roster when he first appeared on NXT. Um, so he was talented then. He's still talented now. If anything, he's gotten better. But him being in this match with these three, with these other two young bucks and just, I mean, well, I, I'm not sure how old he is. I know he's not that old. So he's kind of a somewhat of a young buck, but he's a vet. Um it was it was just a great it was a great triple threat match, man. Everybody hit everybody with something. <laughs> After one guy <laughs> hit one move on one guy, the other guy hit the other guy, and the other then that guy got back up and hit the other guy. And it was just it, it just you had to pay attention to this match. You could not uh, do anything else and not pay attention because you probably would have missed five moves if you blinked for more than three seconds. Like so, it it, it, it was just that. Um, it, it was just that that much action. Uh, so I guess Scott, because he won, he's the first person in a fatal four way, which I'm interested in because now I'm I'm curious because I thought it was just for you know for a one on one, but right. uh, apparently it's going to be a fatal four way. So now I want to see who the other two guys are going to be uh, leading into this match. But yeah, this is a second reason why I want to see World Collide. You know, outside of Imperium versus Undisputed. Uh, Mustache Mountain versus DIY, this fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship. Man, and I'm guessing the other two guys will probably come from the NXT UK side of it, you know, just kind of give it that Worlds Collide feel, which is fine because now you'll kind of have a diverse group of people. But um, whoever it is, I know it's going to be exciting. And like you said, Flawless, this reminded me of those WCW great, Cruiserweight matches, just 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 a regular match on TV, but it was probably the match of the night, depending on who fought that night. I'll tell you this, man. I would love to see Austin Theory mm-hmm. as one of those competitors, and also uh, Flash Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Flash Morgan Webster. Oh my God! All right, well, guys, man, we are we moving on along, man. We are here at the conclusion of the show. We have. The women's battle royal to you know form the number one contender for Rhea Ripley's NXT Women's Championship, and man, we had quite the competitor list here. We got Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Dakota Cobb, Vanessa Bourne, Kaden Carter, Mia Yim, Santana Gary, Io Shirai, Shashi Blackheart, Zia Lee, Mercedes Martinez, Tegan Knox, and of course the woman that lost it all. The Queen of Spades, Shanna Baszler. Uh, it started Ooh, off slow. Man. I will admit, it, it, it started off really slow. Uh, I 
it, it seemed like it took a minute for it to, to pick up. I think once we got about two or three eliminations out of the way, that's when it kind of picked up. Uh, Belair actually went on to win the match. I didn't expect that considering how they had her losing lately. Uh, flawless, man. What did you think of this women's battle royal? And do All you right. think Belair was the right way to go? All right. So I like the battle royal. I thought Dakota Kai was going to be in it. So I'm a little upset about that. And uh, Shayna Baszler was a nice twist. And when she came out at the end, I'm like, all right, they're going to put Shayna in. But then, man, like, I loved how, like, her and Mercedes Martinez went at it strength for strength. And Mercedes eliminates her. But I was a little upset that they did Mia Yim's dirty. Like, I thought she would have been, like, one of the last three or four. But, man, she, like, just keeps going downhill every week. Um, uh, I didn't mind the final two. Here's my gripes with uh, Battle Royals or Royal Rumbles itself. I hate when it's the la- when it's down to the last two and it takes forever for them to eliminate each other. Like I like it when it like goes like right one after another, because you know it's just like oh man, you know, it, like it just it just takes the life out of you. Like I remember when uh, Jericho and Sheamus were like the last two in the Rumble and it took like another like five minutes five or six minutes before, you know, you know, they, you know, before Jericho got eliminated. And same thing with, like, Rollins and Strowman last year. I'm like, man, I didn't mind, like I said, I didn't mind Belair winning. Like, I like the ending, but I just hate when it's the last two and they take forever to eliminate each other. That's my only gripe about Battle Royals. Um, it, okay, well... Okay, all right. I got to come at both of y'all. All All right, man. So first, uh, I didn't mind what happened to me and Yams as far as I'm concerned, man. I'm I'm down on her anyway. So (laughs) she, you know what? I I mean, I want to see I want to see more from her, man. But she looks to be digressing more than anything. So, um, yeah, I, mm, you know, she got what she got. Uh, But as far as uh, your 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 feelings about the last five minutes of a battle royal or royal rumble match i think that's necessary to have because when it comes down to it's one thing when okay when you have like a Shawn michaels kind of incident where a guy thinks you tossed him over but you didn't but you you pulled yourself back over and then when he pulls himself back over he happens to notice you're trying to throw someone else over so you run over and then you throw him out that that's that is awesome and that's great but i also think that that extra 5 minutes or whatever is good because now when you come down to the last two people and you don't get the advantage like that you now it's like okay we didn't eliminate everybody else now it comes down to me and you so now it's Okay, who wants this more? And you kind of got to have that couple of minutes where you you might be tired, but now you didn't went through all this match. You didn't went through this hour long thing, and now it's between you and this one other person. So maybe it don't have to be. Maybe five minutes should be the max, but three minutes should be the minimum. Like maybe it should be like another two or three minutes. Maybe if if that not that long, maybe two minutes, um, where you kind of have a little bit of a back and forth. Because like I say now. You know, you're not worried about someone else trying to come down. Now you know uh, it's you against this other guy. And whoever gets tossed over, that's it. That you, You're the winner. So you you got to toss the other guy over. So I, I think that's important uh, 
for those type of matches. But it's, it's, it's not it doesn't have to be done every time. Like, I do agree with you. It You know, every now and then you can have that kind of surprise, quick end finish. Uh, but, you you know, that's to mix it up. You, you can't do that five-minute, three-minute stare down one-on-one mm-hmm. every time. I think that's the issue. There's been too many of that where we've seen it too much. Yeah, even with, like, the Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog from 1995, like, Bulldog clothesline Michaels over the top rope, you know, Michaels, like, foot, like one foot only touch ground, but, like, and then Bulldog's music started playing. And then, like, 10 seconds later, you know, Michaels knocks him out of the ring. So, like, 10, you know, 10 seconds is fine. You know, like you said, like, two minutes is good. But, like, five minutes, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a thing of too long. Like, yeah, you don't want to do it too long. I mean, it will depend for, I guess. And then I guess you also have to uh, think about it. It depends on, okay, so for this women's match, they were all in the ring. So, you know they did kind of go on too long. Maybe it should have just been a couple of minutes longer. It shouldn't have been as long as it was. But for Royal Rumble, uh, depending on when you came out, I guess you kind of got to play that, you know, well, you know, yeah, I might have came out at number 25, but I didn't have to go through as many people compared to when you're Rey Mysterio or somebody else and Mm. you then went through, you know, uh, 28 or 29 other people where, yeah, you can kind of have that quick finish. So I think it, it plays out to, who it is, when they came out, and what, what, how you're trying to put that person over. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, guys, that is actually the end of uh, our actual NXT review show, man. Flawless. Can you hit us with them ratings one time, pretty please? All right. <laughs> NXT last week did uh, 721,000. This week, 700,000. Mm. Yeah. Compared yeah. to AEW's 940,000. And see, and for me, I think it is, is that, okay, remember when we first, when I first broke this story to y'all and I said, man, look, Vince is thinking about giving NXT two hours to siphon off some of AEW's uh, ratings. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the expectation that they're really not going to there wasn't too much expectation that they would actually beat AEW on a week to week basis, but they definitely want to be within their, their ratings range. And I think that, okay, even to go from 740 something to 700 or even for AEW to go up or down, you know, 940 something, 970 something, whatever. uh, A uh, NXT is not too far off. Which is and and because like we say, a NXT is a staple. Like they're the they're the type of wrestling and the promo and all that the way we want to see it. Not even just some of the old heads like you know me and Flawless, but younger generation like the franchise. You know who 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 likes this that type of style and that type of storytelling. You know you really got to appreciate what it is. I mean it's it's one thing when you're a kid. You know, you're just caught up in who the star is when you get older and the more you get into it, unless you fall out of it, you learn to appreciate the storyteller and the true art of this business. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's scripted. It, it has its fakeness, but I dare you to go out there and do half that stuff and, and not get yourself hurt. But yeah. um, I, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not mad uh, just for you to get, you get your point on. I'm not mad about uh, NXT losing in the ratings. That was kind of my point. Uh, 
they're they're going to cipher off their fans. I don't expect them to beat them on a regular basis. I expect them to just let AEW know, yeah, you're doing your thing, but Peekaboo, don't don't hey, hey don't 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 forget, I'm I'm right here. I'm 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 in eye distance of you. I see you. You see me. Like we're not that far from each other. I wouldn't mind it if AEW like how. AEW is at 940,000 this week. All right. They're in the 900,000 range, 940,000. I, I would be fine if NXT was in like 850 in distance, but they're at 700,000. Like you're like two couple hundred thousand. That's like a big jump, man. That's like, oh, man. Like, okay, NXT, you beat AEW like twice. Man, AEW's now it's like, yeah, we're but also but but it also you you have to take into account and I think it's the one thing that we all can agree on. AEW makes your wins and losses kind of seem more important. Mm-hmm. And the way that they display their show is different from the typical product of what yeah. WWE is showing. Even though we praise NXT, yeah. but what AEW does is different from NXT. NXT is different from Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. but yet AEW is still different from all three shows. Yeah. And they present you something just different, and that's what it is. It's different, and that's why I say I, I'm okay. Now, if AEW was up 947, and NXT was getting like five something. Oh, that would be that would be drastic. Like that would be really bad. But for them to be two two hundred fifty thousand, you know, behind, I, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not on that. Like I said, this was about NXT ciphering fans. Okay, yeah, you you still have to develop your talent, and right now that's where we're getting out of both shows. The only difference is. You got your main characters on one show, and on your other show, you really got your main characters, but they're your main developer characters. And uh, you know, Adam Cole and them will be main roster one day, but you can't you can't outdo John Moxley and Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and the uh, 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 Lucha Bros and SCU and Pac and Darby Allen mm-hmm. and, and you you can't you can't out knock those guys, man. Those guys. They're up there, and Hangman yeah. Page and whoever else. They're they're on a different level than the guys on NXT. Even though the guys on NXT come from the same place, most of those guys came from. You know, you hit it like right on. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like it's different. Like when you watch AEW, you're like, this is like a 180. Like you know, from what WWE does. Like even NXT, mm-hmm. Raw, SmackDown. It's just like you're watching it. You're like, man, the crowd's different. The announcing's different, like the action's different, like everything is just different. Like it's something about that product, and you can't pinpoint it. You can't put your finger on it, but you know it's there. Like yeah. it's like man, it's like a whole collage of. It's like one big puzzle being put together, and like <laughs> my puzzle's better than your puzzle right now. Like it's just like so crazy with what AEW is doing. And I wanted to say something about NXT. I just read something that where. There's two stars on the main roster that want to go back to NXT. And Vince McMahon is thinking about it. And that is is Asuka and Kevin Owens. I can... mm, I'm not sure 
about Owens. But Oscar, yes. I could see I could see Oscar going. Just just on the fact that man, Vince clearly knows she's she's got something. She's a fan favorite. People want to see Oscar. We we want to see more of Oscar, but he don't know how to work Oscar. And honestly, I was hoping you were going to say Shinsuke Nakamura. I was going to say, man, just, just send Shinsuke back to NXT, man. Let him go back down there and be the rock star that he is there because they'll treat him with the respect that he deserves. Um, <clears throat> but I, Asuka, I would bank more on Asuka before saying Owens. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Franchise, you there? I'm here on mine. I'm here on. Oh, I'm about to say, why you sound like you crying? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm here. It's like Frank, did we say Oh, tell like, me. You did not just say that. I'm saying, man, did we hit did, did, did we reach a soul with what we were saying, man? Did we drop some some knowledge on you, man, that that, that hit you right in the middle of that and that, that blood vessel? Right, man. Did you feel something? Hey, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, man. I I I dozed off. <laughs> All right, man. That lets us know that's about the end of the show. <laughs> and that's the cue to go home. <laughs> right. Uh, man. Other than that, man, NXT pretty good show. I, uh, I would say uh, AEW definitely had a. I don't know, man. If if I got if I got to vote on just matches, um, mm-hmm. I think both show had three great matches. Um, yeah. You can go yeah. either one. You can you can go either one. Uh, you, Pick a match, put one above the other one. I don't care. I'm I'm not gonna fight, argue with flawless on this one. Uh, there were three matches from each show. Everything else was kind of okay. Uh, other than that, I great, agree. great night I of agree. I agree with you on that. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell I you, like, too. I'll tell you, man, like the past two AEWs weren't their best, but their ratings say otherwise. So. Yeah, it, it do. And like I said, I think it's just people are now just wanting to see something different and they do get to see that. But like I say, even if the wrestling isn't great, the storytelling, the the promos are, you know, they're they're setting it up for what's going to happen later on. And that's that's what works so well. I, I think the thing that's kind of got me kind of caught off guard a little bit, though, is uh because, you know, we're actually heading in, heading in to one of the big four WWE pay-per-views being the Royal Rumble. Uh, you notice when we were heading into a Survivor Series, you know, NXT, you know, they kind of took, you know, took the bull by the horns in the ratings. I'm actually surprised that heading into the Royal Rumble that NXT, excuse me, AEW is blowing NXT out the water so close to the pay-per-view. I'm really, really surprised. Uh, But at the same time, I think it's really a kick in the ass that not only WWE, but Vince McMahon specifically, he needs. If they were doing a takeover at at Royal Rumble the night before Royal Rumble, I think it would be different. But because we're getting the Worlds Collide, like the Worlds Collide got some pretty good matches, but it's not a takeover. Like you, you put out a takeover, you putting out a major match, you putting out major matches. Like Mm -hmm. you're you're telling us undisputed is a good chance undisputed is about to drop one of these titles because they didn't get the they didn't defend it at the last takeover. They were in the War Games, so they didn't even get. So you know it's about overdue for some championship title defenses on a takeover. So, uh, but considering they're doing theirs in February and AEW's doing their pay-per-view. No, in they're February. doing their pay-per-view in February. No, they are. They're doing a pay-per-view in February. Um, 
So that's that that's actually great for both of them because you don't really want to compete with the Royal Rumble. I think Royal Rumble is going to do good this year because it's the Rumble. You got the women's and you got the men's Royal Rumble, which means you're not going to have too many singles matches in between because you got two two hours long matches that you got to do. So, uh, yeah, it, it's probably better that the Royal Rumble is kind of by itself. Worlds Collide is Worlds Collide, but that's WWE. You know, that's that doesn't matter for anything. But yeah. take over. Cause, Go ahead. Uh, cause I was gonna say because Royal Rumble only has like four like regular matches and then the two main matches where you have the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. You probably have Miz and Morrison versus the New Day. Yeah. Uh, you'll and then have, Roman Reigns versus yeah, Corbin. Yeah, versus Corbin in the dog collar match, and I forget the other match that you're gonna have. Uh, oh, probably Lacey Evans versus Bailey. I'm guessing. Ah, uh, for the for the women's championship. I'm yeah. guessing, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, we forgot. Uh, Becky versus Oscar. Oh yeah, okay, they're okay, doing, okay. So Becky yeah, they're Oscar. doing that. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely doing that. They signed a contract for that at Raw, so yeah, they're okay, definitely. So they doing might that. do uh, Bailey versus uh, Lacey. Yeah, I could see that, or they'll do a tag match or something. Uh, I can see one of them doing something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see too many matches, and it's the Rumble. You know, you gotta. You got to build those up to what they're going to be are, and you know those are going to be longer themselves. Yep. But other than that, man, f- uh, franchise, unless you got something else to add, brother, uh, I say that's it, man. Then we can get in some SmackDown time, and then we'll do the show tomorrow. All right, all right, all right. Well, as always, is yours truly, 26-year-old piece of gold. He's too cold. He's flawless. And until tomorrow, peace. Dose. See you.